0: Can't get enough of the fan in the morning. Show up because this is nothing like that. It's working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show.
1: Very sexy
0: robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga.
1: My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's
0: hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, end of the week. Almost. It's Thursday. Football tonight, that's why it's the end of the week, starts a new week. What's up, Al Dukes?
1: Thursday night football, Jerry. I put my bets in, uh, just $10 each on uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick to score a rushing touchdown and for Gardner Minshew to I score like a it. rushing touchdown. I think it's great. I don't, I, I don't need both of them to do it, I just need one of them to do it.
0: That's it, man. I'm telling you, last night you were absolutely my driving force on that uh, Jimmy Butler one last night. I love those prop bets. It was fun. And it it's, was, the, the, the payoff is nice. It, hey, 10 bucks or one ninety. Right. Like, that was, now I awesome. could have lost $10 very easily, too. But I also won my parlay. So I wound up last I night. That. I won, what, 170 last night, I think? It was a good night. Yeah, I've never had uh, the
1: cojones to do it as, like, to have a rushing touchdown by a quarterback as the first score of the game. Because that would pay huge
0: cash. Yeah, sure, sure. I think just to as, get them to score is a big deal.
1: Yeah, just to get them to score is a big deal. It also keeps you interested in the whole game if the game is not
0: really competitive. Sure. Just get so, down to the 1-yard line yeah. and hope for the quarterback sneak.
1: Yeah, so for the quarter like there's nothing better when you have a quarterback for to score a touchdown than a throw to the end zone that has pass interference. You're and right. You're putting the ball on the on the 1-yard line or the it. goal line or whatever is is awesome. That is pretty good. <laughs> There was a couple of things that came up on the program today. Uh, Cremation, again, you and I have talked about this in the past about, uh, you know, what do we do uh, when we die? Uh, I still don't know what they're doing, like how everyone's being buried and we haven't run out of funeral space, like um, graveyard space. It still blows
0: my mind. Yeah, well. I need someone to explain this. There's a lot of land. I think we'll end up putting people in North Dakota. (laughs)
1: <laughs> just make one of the states just all dead people. I mean, I don't know
0: about all dead people, but just some dead people. Yeah, I mean, listen, there are a lot of people that do cremation. I would like the mausoleum, right? I want to be, I want to be just laying there and right. sleeping for all the years that I didn't sleep. <laughs> I'm not interested in going in the fire. I'm that's just- what your, <laughs> that's what your gravestone could say. Jerry Recko, finally resting <laughs> after all these
1: years of not sleeping. And yeah, I guess. I suppose, because all the rock stars always say, "Jerry, I'll sleep when I'm dead."
0: Yeah, I, you know, what the rockers say. It's funny. I think that's an easy thing to say when you're young. Yeah, and as you get older, and your body starts not feeling as good because you're not sleeping, it's really not a. It doesn't work for me anymore. It does not work that way. You're correct. It does not
1: work for me anymore. Then another thing we talked about was uh, breast milk. You did, and how? Yeah, it came up that a boomer had to protect the breast milk of his daughter when uh, they were having power outages and that sort of oh, thing. Oh, sure. That, that the breast milk, I guess, is very important. Right, sure. My question is, how does your body know to produce
0: breast milk? I don't know, Al. I've never produced it.
1: <laughs> like, does it know after you give birth that you've just? Well, your hormones a baby are changing, and your hormones turn can. That's I mean we do have like the human body is it is crazy. very complex. The fact that the body can just decide I know I've I know I've just delivered a, a human being to the world. Yeah. Let's put these breasts to good use and have milk come out of them.
0: There you go, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> good lord. Yeah, I didn't hear this conversation. Yeah. Um I don't know much about it and um I would prefer to google it before saying something stupid. Yeah. I, I don't also wonder this:
1: Does the size of a woman's breast, oh boy, here we go, determine the amount of milk it can produce, or is that not? I have no idea. Yeah, I'm looking for answers people again. Hit me Google. up, Google, Twitter, Google. Do you ever see? Like, I watch a lot of these murder mystery shows, and when people I've either heard. die or get killed or do the killings, they always go to their Google history,
0: okay, and see what they've been looking at.
1: Yeah, like you, you know. There'll be, there'll be like, a guy's up on charges of choking his wife to death, and he's like, I didn't do it. They're like, oh, he checked your Google history. You you Googled how to choke your wife to death. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. And then they tell it to the jury.
0: To me, that'd be, like, good enough. Good enough? <laughs> yeah, that is certainly circumstantial evidence. I mean, like, really, some people will Google, like, a
1: t- tasteless poison and then their oh wife ends God. up dead from poison
0: <laughs> yeah not that well listen they're criminals are not the smartest people in the world
1: they're not the smartest people yeah they're not the they're not the sharpest tools in the shed as we say
0: yes i would agree i would here's agree. an
1: interesting uh, story i found on my interesting story website jerry a man in uh that sullivan, interesting
0: story website.com
1: <laughs> yep dot com a <laughs> uh, man in sullivan illinois yeah He celebrated an unusual milestone this past Tuesday, September 22nd. Okay. 60 years ago, Richard Nixon came to speak to his Boy Scout group. Nice. The kid was uh, 14 years old at the time when Richard Nixon came to speak. At the speech, President Nixon was served a barbecue buffalo sandwich during a cookout. He only took a few bites out of it and left it. After the event was over, the kid looked around and he goes, that is the president bit into that sandwich, is eaten from that sandwich. And he took it and ran home with it. And the mother thought it was pretty cool that, uh, hey, we have a sandwich here that sitting president Richard Nixon has taken some bites from. They put it in the freezer and it is still frozen today. 60 years later, they've got a President Nixon half-eaten barbecued sandwich.
0: That's You know, it's weird in one sense and really cool in another. Now, he was able to go on
1: The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson back in 1988 about this.
0: Really? Yeah. You go on and Kimmel now?
1: Uh, he should. The, that, right. I would love to catch up with this guy. He's still alive. He's excited about his sandwich. I'm
0: sure Boomer and Gio would love to have him on.
1: Yeah. I have done that a couple of times where I've taken photos when we've had a guest in. With chicken that, sandwiches? Not chicken sandwiches, but like they left their Starbucks cup. Yes. I saved uh, when I was working on the Booker show, a Marilyn Manson drank out of a uh, Poland spring bottle. I saved that. And Do I have to worry it.
0: about you leaving? Leaving where? Here. Are you going to go work with Booker on ninety uh, 92.3? Uh, no. I don't the first think thing I thought of.
1: I don't think they're allowing Booker to have a producer. <laughs> Got it.
0: Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I remember they were. I, what, My home it? is
1: here, Jerry. I like think. the great WFAN.
0: Good. I'm glad to hear that. Same company. So I was kind of curious. Right. Um, when Shaq was in, there yeah. was a couple of, co- there was a Starbucks coffee bought for him that he did not drink. Ooh. That we threw out that I contemplated yeah. taking home.
1: You did, right? I did.
0: Yes, I did. Because it said Shaq on it. Right. It was handwritten on the cup by his people.
1: Yeah, I know I've definitely taken photos of like, this is Mike Tyson's Starbucks cup.
0: Yeah, sure. Kind of cool.
1: But I don't like that. Like to me, just the photos enough now. Yes. I don't need to save it, but this guy's got a 60-year-old sandwich.
0: Yeah, sandwich.
1: I wonder if it's worth anything.
0: No. It's a 60-year-old sandwich and you can't prove it. That's really, that's (laughs) That's... a remembrance for him. (laughs) You're right. How are you going to prove that? With DNA? We're going to take DNA off a frozen sandwich? I guess you could. But then you'd have to also dig up
1: President Nixon to get his DNA because they I'm sure they don't have it in the. That,
0: you know not think in the system?
1: In the system,
0: I don't know. Could be.
1: Here's a weird story, Jerry. From my more weird so steer- than a
0: half-eaten sandwich by a president uh, from 50 years ago.
1: Um, no, I'm not going to say as odd, but this is certainly strange. I'm okay. not sure how it happened. Uh, this happened in India. Yeah. An Indian man's toothbrushing went horribly wrong when he accidentally swallowed the toothbrush.
0: Now how do you do that? See these are the stories years I don't old. get. That. These I don't 39 believe. Year, yeah. This is he stupid.
1: was uh, brushing the back of his throat, scrubbing the back of his throat when the toothbrush slipped and disappeared down his uh, down his throat. Okay. He said he had no pain. He did have a little discomfort. Went by a, went to a nearby clinic and doctors had to uh, they did a throat scr- a throat scan and he had to have it removed, surgically removed
0: toothbrush well, i feel bad for him don't lose your toothbrush down your throat next time
1: well right, you gotta be careful i would get like a toothbrush with a much better grip
0: <laughs> or you just hold on to it
1: or hold on to it <laughs> are, you, are you an electric toothbrush guy i'm not toothbrush? i've had I, the, I
0: don't like them really i do not like them nope manual you're a manual kind of guy yeah don't care for yeah. the electric ones
1: i like the electric ones now i figured you would Now when I brush with a manual, I'm like, what is this? Is this even doing anything?
0: It sure is.
1: Is this even brushing my teeth? I know we dealt with these for years and years and years. I've had
0: two cavities in 12 years.
1: Yeah, you've got a good set of teeth.
0: I'm doing all right.
1: I will say that, Jerry, that you have tremendous teeth.
0: So far, so good. That could fall apart very quickly, too, like my eyesight is.
1: (laughs) Right. Oh, if teeth went downhill the way eyesight does, we'd all be in trouble. You're damn right we would. I had a very. I told you about. I feel like I'm repeating all my stories, but they're relevant. I had a dentist growing up that had a poster on the wall that had someone's open mouth in it, and it said one cavity a year isn't too bad. And then they had like each year labeled a different cavity, and like twenty years that like, all the half the guy's teeth were <laughs> gone.
0: <filled>. Yeah, <laughs> so it's true. Yeah, it is true. Got to take care of your mouth.
1: Keep take care of your mouth. Yes. Now I'm still Seeing a new study that says plastic face shields without a mask do nothing.
0: I believe that, and you know what's so funny is I—I I find I didn't bring them in. I got—I must have twenty-five of these now.
1: The plastic, uh, masks, yeah. Why helmets. am I gonna?
0: Well, I'm protecting my eyes now. Is that where right. we're at? I don't
1: know what this is for.
0: Like, what is the point of the shield? If I'm going to put the mask on, why am I putting the shield on? Right. You only need one. I would think, but I really, I honestly have no idea anymore. I don't get it.
1: I don't get it. Either. I, think the, I, I like, really
0: do think the mask works. I'm fine with the mask. It, does, it yeah. doesn't phase me, it doesn't bother me at all. I don't care.
1: I also feel like at this point p- people have agreed to wear the mask or the face shield. There's nothing you could tell us that w- is going to change the behavior now.
0: I agree. I think I think we've learned it, we've adopted it. Like I did I put um I posted on Twitter we had we had one opening left for our cornhole league. Yeah. So whatever, I said masks required, but you know we have one spot. So you got a bunch of emails, which is fine. And then, of course, one a-hole, you know, masks should not be required in a free country. You know what, dude? Drop dead. No <laughs> We're trying to get rid of a stupid <laughs> virus, you ass. Like, really? God. And some of these people are ge- I'm really, I am so, if it wasn't for kind of, there are nice people on Twitter, so I don't want to, I'm not, I don't want to yes, but the bad ones are just scummy filth. That should go find a hole, right? sit in it, and wait and see if anybody comes looking for them. Because my guess would be probably not.
1: So go sit in a hole and see if anyone is like, hey, where's this guy? And Let's I don't mean the nice the ones. Holes.
0: There's, You know what? There are good people on social media. There are. Yes. But you a-holes out there, God, just drop dead and go away. Right. And you know what I'm talking about.
1: Oh, I know them, Jerry.
0: Hey, I'll look! It's sixty-eight and sunny out today. No, you know it's really sixty-seven and feels like sixty. I shut up.
1: God, right? They're very specific.
0: An argumentative, like one mm-hmm. tool. F yesterday, tool I wrote. F. I wrote the wrong then in something I wrote. Who really gives a crap? Right? Did you get the point or didn't you? You know what he needed? A point in his ass. That's what he needed.
1: Mm-hmm. Ugh! And you gave it to him verbally. I hope.
0: Yes, I responded and spelled all the words wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed that. I would like to put some people in a headlock. That would be fun, <laughs> especially
1: now that I'm doing, I'm working my biceps again.
0: That would be a good time. Oh, you know what we did? So our trainer came over yesterday. And we did a whole. I couldn't believe this because you know me. I don't care for the bands. Right. We did a whole band workout. <laughs> I said, "Come on, what are you walking in with?" He goes, "Yeah, we do bands today. We go, do oh. resistance bands." Like, but we don't do bands. Oh, we're you're doing them today. Bands, Jerry. I got to tell you, not terrible.
1: Not terrible. They're good to change it up. You can't do them only. And
0: them. you know what? In in a year, that's the first time we've done them, and I don't think yeah. we'll see them again for a year. So it right. was different. It was Perfect. fine. I don't want to see him again tomorrow though. Now we did get screener copies of the Craig
1: Carton documentary that will be on HBO on October seventh. You yes. have not seen it yet.
0: I actually am halfway through it. I started watching it. Oh, you
1: are. Yes. I thought you were terrific in it.
0: That's I see. I don't feel like I was in it much at all. I don't know what yeah, you guys see, are talking I, about.
1: Yeah, I, I felt like you were in it a lot. I, and I felt like you huh. were very good with it.
0: I think so far you've been in it more than me. Mm. 100 change then eddie's been Eddie, in it more than me eddie's in it a lot yeah i don't know but what it's it, it's, it's well done it's sad and it's well done
1: it is exactly It's sad and well done all of my photos are in there
0: yes very good it, it, it looks good
1: yeah some videos from uh cbs and i believe msg yeah well. msg's in there too sure yeah governor christie's in it uh sid uh, rosenberg yep. is in it
0: sid did call me last night he did yes i did talk to him just to tell me, again, he thought I was good in it. I'm like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Thanks.
1: Okay. So. I thought Sid was well, good as well, but Sid has experience with that sort of thing. Correct. So Sid's, he, very, he, Sid's he had, very good at this stuff. There's he no a ver- doubt. a very unique perspective on
0: it. Yep. One that we don't have.
1: Yeah. So it's good. I'm looking forward to it. October, October 7th. 7th. Yeah. Yep. All right, Jerry. I'm looking forward to the warm-up show. I don't know if you're that's... familiar with it. We no, it it's five, coming on. 5 to 6 a.m. every day.
0: I think we should do 5 to 7. Okay, five
1: to seven. Tell Boomer and Gio they get an, get an hour off. You know what I think do, that would
0: do, too? That would that, Then you could sign Boomer until he's 70.
1: What if we did this? We do five to six. Boomer and Gio do six to nine. We do nine to ten.
0: I'd be in for that. Split shift. I would be in for that. Right? Kick it off and then wrap it up.
1: Yeah. I like right, that Right, We idea. do the warm-up show and we do the post-game show on the radio. I do like that. That's not Ooh, terrible. Ooh, I'm going to pitch that to... Uh, <laughs> Mr. Christopher Olivero, who's now the New York market manager. See how long how that how that goes. <laughs> Not well, I would think. I was <laughs> you know, if you want to assign Boomer to a long-term deal. Yes. We're probably going to
0: need to cut an hour That's out. how you
1: sell it. <laughs> that Boomer will come to us and be like,
0: did you two idiots try to get an hour taken away of my show? <laughs> Let me tell you something. If you told him to, right now he's done at 9 o'clock and could be on the golf course at 940, yeah. he would
1: run. What if we were like this, Boomer, the company's not giving raises, but they will pay you the same
0: for one less hour. Oh, my God. Where does he sign up? He would do that. you damn right he would. Hmm. Interesting. I'm going to keep my ear open for when this contract ends. <laughs> All right. I got to go. <laughs> All right,
1: Jerry. Warm up next. So.
0: Good morning,
1: campers. Alan, Jerry. No guests. No calls. And no real content.
0: Perhaps, but it's an NFL Thursday, week three kicking off, and that means we continue with the warm-up show. Really has nothing to do with one another, but what the hell, we'll say it anyway. It's 5.03, it's a Thursday morning, I'm in New York City, Al is down the Jersey Shore in Bradley Beach, what's up?
1: Oh, hi Jerry. Yes, it's a Thursday night football. Who we got tonight? It's, uh...
0: Jaguars, uh, Dolphins. uh,
1: Jaguars, Dolphins.
0: And I actually think you'll watch this a little bit.
1: I would. Uh, I'm. I'm back. Interested in the Jaguars, of course. The Gardner Minshew. Uh, I'm always interested in Ryan Fitzpatrick and anything he does.
0: So there you go. It's an so, all Florida uh, match.
1: If if I'm awake for this, I am. I am involved in this. Will game. you be
0: awake at 8:20 for kickoff?
1: Uh, potentially. Potentially. I, I could potentially watch the first quarter before I fall asleep.
0: Understood. That makes sense.
1: Which is not too bad. Hey, I'm watching these uh, Mets uh, highlights from last night, and yeah. and, it, and it hit me. It hit me like that. it's over? Blocks, Jerry. It's well, that over. Is, that I definitely know it's over. I mean, still mathematically alive, the Mets would have to s- sweep their final four games. Uh, they need a
0: lot to happen.
1: And a lot of things.
0: I was need in with Evan happen. Roberts yesterday, who was saying they actually had a chance, but they had a win last night. They didn't win last night.
1: Kind of embarrassing in this. Uh, shortened season I agree. where a lot of teams are making the playoffs to not make the playoffs.
0: Yes, eight teams in the National League are making the playoffs, Yeah, and they're not one of them. It is. I agree. It is embarrassing. It's a good time for Steve Cohen to take over.
1: It's embarrassing. You embarrassed yourself. As embarrassing. Say. Embarrassing. Uh, and the Yankees, embarrassing that they didn't win the AL East. That's embarrassing to me as well. Well... To the Rays, Tampa Rays. Boomer Good
0: thought Mark. they were going to go fifty-eight and Boomer? two. Boomer, he doesn't I, get it. I thought fifty and ten. Yeah. So you know, I'm not going to say embarrassing they because they are the going to be in the postseason. I will say disappointing. Was that Sweeney, fair?
1: That's uh, yes. Let me read you a Sweeney Murdy tweet I re- I saw recently. Let me see
0: Sweeney Murdy.
1: Sweeney Murdy. And he make making a ton of sense to Sweeney Murdy. Uh, here's what he Here's what he tweeted. The last two games against Toronto, the Yankees just showed how easy it is, even when you have two good pitchers like Cole and Tanaka, to be one and one in a best-of-three series.
0: Yes, win one lose one.
1: (laughs) The first round has a chance to be like the first two days of the NCAA tournament.
0: Well, that's – yes, and I've actually heard that many times over. Oh,
1: so you're saying, Sweeney, ripped this off from somewhere.
0: No, I'm not saying – no, 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 no. I did not say that. You just put words in my mouth. I did not say that. But I would say, if you think about what we've been used to in the past, you know, day two of the first round of the playoffs are elimination games. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, there's very much a sense of that to this. Do you like it or no? I do like it. See, I like it and I hate it at the same time. Like, if you're one of those teams where, you know, you're in the bottom four, but you've got a couple of good pitches or at least an ace, you know what? We got a chance. But if you're one of those teams... That dominated, let's say, or played really well. Like, the Dodgers really had a great run here. The Rays have been terrific. You have a couple bad days, it's over. Yes. As opposed to baseball, which is really a series type of sport. Yeah. But I like it at the same time for the—I don't know. Would you keep it? Yes. You would.
1: That's right. I don't mean the
0: 60-game season. I mean the best of three.
1: (laughs) I thought you meant 60-game season and seven-inning doubleheaders. Uh yes, I like it.
0: I will tell you, I like the seven inning double hudders,
1: Yeah, me too. Love it. Yep. Huh. So Sweeney, Murdy. Well, here's the thing about uh, Masahiro Tanaka to me, not a big game pitcher to me. I haven't seen his stats in big games. I just feel like he's a guy that could go out there and give up a lot of home runs. I'm gonna I'd let that, I'm gonna let that sit there. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'd be nervous in a playoff game with him pitching. Okay. How about that?
0: How about that? Speaking like the true Yikes. sports talk show host that you are. <laughs> That's right, Jerry.
1: Don't break out any of your I'm not fancy I'm not I said what did I say? I said
0: I'm going to let it sit there.
1: Let it sit there. I don't know. Listen, I 877-337-6666 <laughs> not phone calls.
0: Your calls for Al Duke's.
1: <laughs> then the other thing, remember when City Field was first built and no one was hitting home runs?
0: Yeah, well, they moved the fences in, too.
1: I understand that, but they didn't move the upper deck in. I'm just seeing upper deck shot after upper deck shot. What's going on?
0: Well, you also saw, you're right, I think that goes to the ball flying out of the parks a little bit more, as we know, number one. Number two, I don't think hitting home runs to right field was the issue. It was the right center field and left center field walls that were really deep.
1: Deep walls,
0: deep walls. But yeah, like uh, last night, you get the home, you get the home runs from Joey Wendell was like a laser beam. And then who homered for the Mets early on? Who was it? Um, Dom Smith? No, he, well, he went to no, right, no the earlier right one. Ah, I'm blanking out, but it was like oh, it was that, a yes, it was a seed off the uh, off the facade. Yes. It was one of the newer uh, folks yep. that was on the Mets. It was pretty good.
1: Yeah, Dom Smith, he hit his like in the upper deck on in right field.
0: Yes. That's
1: cool. I love the up, I love the tarps now when when guys hit home runs in the upper decks where the tarps are. It looks
0: cool. It does look cool. It doesn't,
1: it doesn't get lost in a seat.
0: I agree. I like totally agree. It bounces agree. around. Yeah, it's just but there. Just like,
1: like that was just a thing where no one was hitting home runs at City Field, and forget it. Now it's just like any other ballpark. People smacking the balls all over the place.
0: Again, they wound the balls tighter, or did something, or put a tight. Balls. They did something. I don't know what they did to the baseballs, but I mean, this tight is not balls. exactly. This isn't news, let's put it that way.
1: Then the other thing, I wonder how you, I know you're a Little League coach, but uh, so uh, it's not exactly the same as Major League Baseball, very similar. But if I was a third-base coach, I would send everybody home and force the throw. So many guys
0: can't can, make the throw home like uh, Pete the, Alonso.
1: Right, they can't make the throw home, and if they do, the catcher with that big sloppy mitt of his can't grab it, tag it, and it'd be a nice, clean play. <laughs> I would I would always force throw. And then the other half of the time, the clown pitcher cuts off the throw.
0: The clown pitcher. Yeah. You know where that cutoff usually comes from? Who? The clown catcher that calls for the cutoff.
1: <laughs> I always wondered who made that call.
0: Yes, it should be the catcher. Or if you like this, Jerry.
1: Cut, cut, cut.
0: Right, you a cut two, cut three, whatever. Or What's that mean? the clown cut. pitcher sees he might have an easy out, you know, thrown behind the runner.
1: Cut two means Throw it where? One, two. I don't know. Cut two means throw it to second base. Oh my
0: god. Well you really didn't play, did you? <laughs> yes. Jerry,
1: yes. we were very aggressive. We didn't cut the ball off. I'm
0: sure. I did I like work. though last night when Alonzo throws home and I mean it was a horrible throw and he would have had the runner out by five feet if he actually throws it to the left side of home plate. Yeah. I think it was Keith. They I feel like they started to get on Ramos for just being terrible. And then they watched the replay like, Oh yeah, it was a bad throw. <laughs> Are bad.
1: Yeah, especially like if I was a team that had nothing to lose, like uh, I wasn't really in it, I would send everybody home.
0: Well, I will tell you that that is usually the theory, at least in uh, little league travel baseball. I got burned by it though against South Amboy last week.
1: South Amboy, there are very they, tough Jerry.
0: They had a beautiful cut from center field to the first baseman. Actually, it was a I threw it on a fly from center field, and the catcher made a short hop catch and tagged us out.
1: Bing bang, right. killer That's rare player. though.
0: It's rare, but kids getting, can do it. I mean,
1: getting thrown out at home plate is as rare as a split double header. just the the split
0: happen. double header no, So, now, so now the split double header doesn't happen. I love it. so rare. <laughs> You've really changed your mind on that, haven't you? Oh no,
1: I know no, I meant that the other way. you're right.
0: What are you talking I, about? Getting, the Phillies no, just got no, no. swept two days ago. Getting
1: thrown out at home plate is as rare as a doubleheader sweep.
0: Again, the doubleheader sweep happens as much as the split.
1: But well, occasionally someone gets thrown out at home plate. I'm just saying, I'd be so aggressive if I was the third base coach.
0: Yes, I'm sure you'd be one of those uh, one of those coaches that just run, 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 run.
1: Right. The other thing I don't like is sometimes when there's no throw at the plate, and a guy slides. Like that's a potential injury. Why is it the guy who's up next on uh, on deck say?
0: Stand he up. should. That's his he job. Not even throwing. That, that is his job. That is true.
1: Not even throwing to you.
0: You're not wrong about that.
1: So uh, in watching some of these Yankee highlights, I'm like, who is this lame-o pitcher at the end of this game who's just like tossing soft balls up there? It was uh, the catcher, Eric Kraft. Yes,
0: he's throwing his knuckleballs again. <laughs> it is amazing how often this has happened now, This yeah. in this shortened season. Yeah. I mean, it is ridiculous. Like, every day there's another position player pitching in some game in Major League Baseball.
1: Look at this line from Tanaka, Jerry. Four innings pitched, eight hits, five runs, three of them earned. Come on.
0: I just would like to tell you, between 2008 and 2017.
1: All right, hold on. How many years is that? Eight to 17, nine years, nine, ten years?
0: 231 Mm doubleheaders. 52% of them were sweeps. Oh. So it actually happens more than the splits. (laughs) Just saying.
1: (laughs) I don't know where you're getting your statistics (laughs) from. Retro sheet. I've never
0: heard of that. <laughs> Me neither, <I> <laughs> but to come, but it works for my argument. <laughs> I needed to come from Elias
1: Sports Bureau.
0: I thought you called it Elias. <laughs> Elias
1: Sports Bureau. That's where I get all of my information
0: from, Jerry. You wouldn't even know where to find it.
1: Jerry, who uh, know who else I like on the uh, Blue Jays? You know how I like the the, the Bo Bichette, the, the heavy players. No,
0: Vlad Guerrero yes. Jr.
1: Vlad Guerrero Jr. It East.
0: is a, it is like morphing back in time. You got Bo Bichette. Yep. You got Vlad Guerrero Jr. You got Cavon or Cavan Biggio. That is crazy, yes. isn't it?
1: Yeah, there's two things that makes me like a major league player. One, if he's a little overweight. Two, if he's his father played when yeah. I was watching baseball as a kid.
0: See, it makes you feel old, though. Yes, it really does. You know, when you know how we're really <laughs> gonna feel old is when Vlad Guerrero Jr. retires and yes. we're still watching oh, baseball.
1: Forget it. <laughs> forget it. That
0: is gonna be a bad day. Yeah.
1: Better like when guys like Ron Gardenhire retire as a manager.
0: You know, that didn't get any play. And, you know, it kind of got lost on Monday morning because we had so much of the football and the baseball. But that was one was – and I want to say Boomer really pointed him out because he's had health issues before the season began. He said, you know, what are some of these managers going to do? And I, I believe he pointed out Gardenhire in one of his sports minutes. And here we are, basically towards the end of the season, and just, you know what, enough's enough. I'm putting myself at risk.
1: He's 62 years old.
0: It's a shame, because he's not an old man. Like, he still could have managed. And maybe he will come back and manage again when the world is right. But it's just a shame he had to walk away because of all this nonsense. Not nonsense, but what's going on.
1: He's got the old man uh, a white goatee, which I like. He does. I'll probably get that look once I when my uh, beard starts going white. I'll probably go white goatee.
0: Why would you want to do that?
1: Bald white goatee. Sunglasses. I don't like that. Nice. Yeah, you know what? Stay this, looking no, but, young. No, but this look with Gardenhire when he he's got the 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 white um, what do you call it? The goatee sunglasses. Nice.
0: That works for you. It's a. It's a you want him to be your pilot? Guy.
1: Oh. If I showed up on an airplane and this guy was my pilot, 100% I'd be excited that <laughs> I'm sure this you guy's got some experience flying planes. He's not a young kid. He's not super old.
0: I got to tell you, talking about that, just about certain <gasps> jobs that, okay, hi, dog. Certain jobs, uh, wow, certain jogs. dogs. I just, yeah, certain jobs that you want to see a level of experience. Yes. So we were at, um, we had to spend a few days in the hospital last week, and I got to tell you, Al, the doctors in the hospital and the nurses look like our children.
1: Yeah, see, that's no good. I need some It's unbelievable.
0: Yeah, but here's the problem. Then you, you know, you find it. You talk to them a little bit. They're in their early thirties. Yeah, they're not kids. They're not twenty years old, but they look so young.
1: I want a fifty-year-old pilot. I want a fifty-year-old doctor.
0: Well, our listen. The doctor we dealt with was probably, I would say, late 40s, right around fifty. I'll Spectacular. But when we were then staying there, I'm telling you, they were all in their 30s and they just looked young.
1: Shouldn't we have someone running for president that's like 45 years old? That seems like... Well,
0: how old was, how old was Obama when he, when he took office? Wasn't he in his late 40s?
1: I think so. Am I wrong about that's that? That's a good age.
0: I think Obama. he was in his early. I think he was late forties, right? Oh, Jerry, Eddie Obama is fifty nine
1: years and I, old. Yeah, so he served so at least. Uh, he eight years. served eight years. Was was, years so he so was years. elected in oh eight.
0: Right, so he was forty six. And Al Gore at
1: JFK, I think he was the youngest. JFK. He might have been thirty nine.
0: So he was. So Barack was Obama 69. was forty six. I'm forty six now.
1: Yeah. Right. You could be president. Like you, you couldn't even. Run.
0: You know, it's funny. You couldn't even imagine yourself. Running a football team. Could you imagine <laughs> running the world? I could not. <laughs> that is incredible.
1: All right. So he was in office. Uh, let's see. Let's do some math here. He was born. Who? This is JFK. Oh. He was born in 1917. Now, he was in office in, in 1953. So if you do 1953. He wasn't the
0: president. He, what are you talking about? What? He, he was, was not in? the pre president in oh, 1960. That's,
1: that's when he was a senator. My bad. <laughs> Listen.
0: So he's 43.
1: I don't. I can't do the math. I just, Is that you, right, Eddie? Served,
0: 1960? He served. Yeah, he do, yeah. So then he was 43 then. Right. Still young. Now all of a sudden I, we I think get all old dudes. he was the dudes. youngest. Yeah. What uh, What? Uh? else?
1: Well, now all of a sudden we get all old dudes running for office. Come on. Yeah,
0: I mean, Biden's 82, isn't he?
1: He's old. It was like... Although Ronald Reagan, when he was in office, he was probably 40, but he looked like he was in no, 70s. No, no, no,
0: no. Ronald Reagan was in his 70s. Right, he was. I want to say Ronald Reagan. Reagan, when he took over the presidency he was 74. All right. Ronald Reagan was born in
1: 1911. Let's do some math here. He was born in 1911. He became president. In 1980. In 1981.
0: So he so was he was, so he was 80. 70. Oh, 70. Great wow. math, Jackass. 70. I thought he was older than that. Okay. That guy even
1: got that guy got shot in his seventies and lived.
0: How about that? That
1: was and first. And what's Trump
0: now? Biden's Trumpster? eighty-two. Trump's younger, but he's still in his. Isn't he seventy-ish? He's got to be.
1: You know who would be great for this conversation? Evan Roberts. He could just tell us the stuff right off his uh, top. Of the- he is seventy-four.
0: Seventy-four. Okay. The
1: Trumpster. I want a nice forty-year-old guy.
0: Who I looks like forty-five. Like a pilot. I think 45, 45? 46 is good. Yes. Fair. Where is the next big? political star in their yes. 40s that's the question we didn't answer
1: you know who i like that guy who's in who's uh, like mayor of jersey city i'm not sure about his politics but he seems like he knows what he's doing He's a great he's like speaker a guy. he was
0: very authoritative yeah. i agree yes he's done he commanded iron, the room
1: he's done an iron man competition like let's get this guy running
0: where, where jersey city what are we doing <laughs> I like to go to a uh, former president's boyhood yeah. homes. Cool. <laughs> I'll never forget Check that one. <laughs> that was his vacation, by the way.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he would go to uh, Evan would grab his dog. This is before he was married. And No, no, still his...
0: not. And still now yeah, uh, he still would, do
1: that. he would grab his, uh, but, but he used to do this alone. He would grab his dog. They'd get in a car. They would go to baseball games around the country and visit president's boyhoods. And home. battle. I'm a loser. And And battle,
0: Which I think is cool. Not the (laughs) boyhood homes of presidents. But I think seeing battlefields around the country is cool. And old high schools of professional wrestlers. And that too. All right, 519. I'm a loser. We're just getting started. Marital aid. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're just getting started. We got Boomerangio coming up at 6 here on The Fan. Alan Jerry, Social distancing before it was cool. All right, a couple of corrections. Uh, Joe Biden, 77. I think my confusion was that... He's in one of the debates where he is asked I guess if he wins at the end of his term he would be starting a second term at the age of 82 whatever so he's 77 number two the player I was thinking of is Andres Jimenez that hit that laser home run to right field uh last night so there you have it
1: and uh, Johnny Rose Beef on the Twitter, Jerry. Johnny Rose Beef. I love Johnny that Johnny Rose Beef checking in. Can we hear Christina from Queens thoughts on the Mets?
0: They're dead. Well, they're not yet. No, 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 no. <laughs> they're not yet. So she should call in tomorrow should they lose in Washington tonight. Uh,
1: they're dead, yeah They're not dead yet. She's got, she called in yesterday. Talk, I know we got on a, a talking about Donna Summer, and she said a friend of hers was going to go to see Donna Summer on Broadway. But yeah. But Donna, it was just a it was a musical about the music of Donna Summer because Donna Summer had passed eight years and, ago, uh, eight years earlier. And this woman called up and she was saying, "Donna Summer, she's dead."
0: I got to tell you, I felt weird replaying that from the yes. standpoint of you know someone passed away, right? But we weren't that had nothing to do with it. it. Was really her delivery, and I also kind of felt like it was eight nine years ago, so it wasn't recent. Mm-hmm. But there is an uncomfortability about playing that again. But, yes, she was the, but Christina She's was funny. Great. Right. So She was great. She was. Yeah, uh, I agree.
1: Uh, one other one, uh, Jerry, a fellow named Robert Marquez tweeted, uh, you and I both, a video from his ring doorbell where it appears a ghost is on his front porch. Now, hold on a second. Yeah,
0: and I'm all about it. I, sure. I wasn't on this. I don't see it. Yeah,
1: he he tweeted to you as well. Okay. Oh, no, he tweeted to Gio, me and Gio. That's nice. Why wouldn't he treat, tweet you about I that? I don't know.
0: That it's a bad job. Robert,
1: send it to uh, Jerry as well.
0: Yeah, that's not good. Oh, you know, let me say one other thing, too. Because yesterday we had the conversation about the whole elevator thing. What caller would you like to be stuck in an elevator with? Yes. All right, number one, our boy Connor, he wrote me a terrible email oh, yelling no. at me because I didn't mention him. Except the idea was a caller. He doesn't caller. call. Right. So you can take your jerk comments and go somewhere else. Yes. Not Stick nice it. on your part. You don't call. Rude. Number two, who was the one, Eddie, who? That mentioned Ralph and Belleville would be you. one of my favorites. That was you. His name was never mentioned until I mentioned Ralph and Belleville. And what is he and who does he go and thank for the nice comments? Gio. Mm-hmm. And then he calls Joe and Evan thanking Gio for all the nice comments. Mm-hmm. He hopped on my little bandwagon. Rude. I that, think it's Ralph, rude. that's rude. Hey, Ralph, rude. That bothered me.
1: Sure, the NFL season is off to a the highest scoring start ever. You love it. 1,611 points. Yes. Beating out the, I believe it was the 2012 season where it got off to a very high scoring start. Right. I love it. We've got home runs in baseball. We've got high scoring football games. Sports, Jerry. And you know this what is was, what we love about you know sports. What
0: you have dumb coaches. That's what you have. And dumb coaches. I watched, so le- yesterday I watched the replay of the Texans-Ravens game. Don't ask why, but I did (laughs) just shut up. I just sat down to relax,
1: watch a week old football game.
0: Let's just I was hanging out with my son and trying to pass the time because he's limited in what he can do right now, activity wise. So we were watching all the full 20 minute game recaps from (laughs) from week two.
1: All right, which is fine. Recaps, I like that. We
0: did. We watched. Uh, we watched a lot of baseball uh, recaps, and we watched all the. Uh, so we were watching, you know, the YouTube where you get every play of the game, and yes. you basically watch a game in twenty two minutes or something. Do you know Bill O'Brien in the first half went for a fourth and three from his own thirty yard line? Love it. What a moron. That's aggressive. But it led to points the other way. Oh. It was bad like job. the first quarter or the second quarter of the game. Like, what are you doing? Hmm. And they had a good pass rush on Lamar Jackson in this game. So it wasn't like the Ravens were walking up and down the field, and you felt like, oh, if we don't score, we're dead. No, their defense was playing fine. Hard, just hard. There were so many things I watched this weekend from yesterday, from the weekend. I tell you, just bad decisions all over the place.
1: Very bad decision by the Chargers team doctor. He was well, bad execution. I don't bad know that decision. So Tyrod Taylor before the game I guess he had a, a bruised rib or a cracked rib and he was uh, supposed to get a pain injection and the Chargers team doctor punctured his lung
0: yeah. by accident This is uh disturbing
1: Do you know who their team doctor is Jerry
0: Uh I do not Dr
1: Dr Billy Herbert <laughs>
0: Is that Justin's dad?
1: It is. It's Justin's dad. Accidentally (laughs) punctured Tyron Taylor's lung. Bring that up at the water cooler next time you're over there. See if anyone buys buys into that. That'd be great if it was it was Justin Herbert's Justin Herbert's (laughs) father is the team doctor. The best
0: part of that is Eddie's face. (laughs) Do I believe him?
1: (laughs) It can't be serious. Justin Herbert's father is the Chargers team doctor. Uh, Just stuck a needle right in Tyron Taylor's lung. But
0: to be (gasps) serious for a second. You think, like, we just take it for granted. Oh, give the guy a pain pill. Yes. It's not as simple as that in certain cases. And then right. it always brings us back. And we've talked about this on the podcast. When women get the the pain shot when they're having birth, or they're giving birth, you the think epidural. about, oh, my God, like the precision that that yes. has to be done with. And I'll never forget when my wife, I, you know, you do, you go into it not realizing what it is. Just oh, they're going to get an epidural. I don't know if... As a guy, what do I know? Are they getting a shot in their thigh or something? I, I have no idea. And I'll never forget when the doctor asked my wife, because you know, she was struggling with the with, with Matthew the first time, do you want the epidural? And at first it was no, I'm, I'm good. And then an hour later, it was like, yes. And then they explained to us what it was. I'm like, are you out of your mind? <laughs> like, you're doing what? It we're goes gonna, where?
1: We're just going to eject this into her spine. It'll oh, my fine. God.
0: I really it's and then you see something like this happen and you realize how delicate it is.
1: Do you think Tyrod Taylor knew? Was he like, dude, I think he just hit my lung.
0: <laughs> I would think there was probably oh. a piercing. Yes. Yeah.
1: A piercing of the lung. By the way,
0: I don't see this this ghost you're talking about from Robert. What on am I left, missing here? On
1: the left hand side of Robert's video that he sent us, his ring doorbell. You can see a ghost.
0: No, you can't. Well,
1: something's moving over there. Could be, a, might ghost. be a moth. Could be a moth.
0: It could be a but flag, as someone a who, moth, an insect.
1: As someone who has caught a ghost on my uh, camera you inside my You didn't catch apartment. a
0: moth. It was a mosquito.
1: Whatever it was, it looked like a ghost. A mosquito ghost. Whatever you want to call it, Jerry, it seemed like something.
0: Mm, this is not a ghost. I could see where you're going with this. It's yeah. not a ghost. Sorry. I don't buy it.
1: So Justin Herbert will start this week, Jerry. Oh, yeah.
0: Back to him. turns out. Yes.
1: Punctured long. You cannot. No, uh, let me
0: ask you this. Let me ask you this. Because Tony Romo lost his job because of injury. Mm-hmm. And if you remember going back, I was like week two, nope, Romo's the quarterback. Week three, Romo's the quarterback. Week five, Romo's still the quarterback. <laughs> By like week six and seven, I'm like, Ugh, I think this Dak Prescott guy's got to be the quarterback. So I don't love when a when a player loses his job to injury, but I understand it. When the team doctor punctures your <laughs> lung, yeah, is that fair for him to lose his job?
1: Not fair, but it. it but probably it will might happen. happen. It's gonna happen.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to. Boy, that Although, sucks for him, huh?
1: Like. Do you think he comes out and has a great game again or a really good game? I thought he had a very good game for the position he was put in, this Justin Herbert. He was good. Comes back down to earth, as they say, Jerry.
0: I think he was good. The Chiefs only had college tape on him if they even looked at it because they were assuming Taylor up until, I don't know, kickoff was going to start. Right. So they really had nothing to prepare for. Now. I forget who they play, Car- Pan- they play, Carolina. Yeah, Panthers, four or so five. The Panthers have had all week to look at him now. I, I can't imagine it's going to be, I don't want to say easy, but as successful as it was last week. But then right. again, if he's that good, maybe it will be. I don't know. It's a, good, it's a really good question, though.
1: Oh, and then the week after that, Jerry, Justin Herbert versus Tom Brady. I'm loving this.
0: You the, love the NFL.
1: Then Justin Herbert's got to got a face drew Brees. i mean this guy's going up against it
0: yes and if he actually wins a couple of games in the next couple of weeks tyrod taylor leave
1: oh good news though for uh justin herbert and the chargers uh october 18th they play the jets
0: who <laughs> we will get to them <laughs> <in> one <laughs> second 535 <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break here on the fan it's the warm-up show until six boomer ngo then this portion of the warm-up show sponsored by hint water don't go away alan jerry They suffered for their art.
1: Now, it's your turn.
0: (laughs) 20 in front of 6. Not a good night on the diamond as the uh, Yankees got blitzed by the Blue Jays and the uh, Mets lost to the Rays. Uh, Al, what else you got? You mentioned something about the Jets. We're going to play the Lane Kiffin audio coming up next hour. Yes. Um, Yes. I mean, it's one thing to stink. It's another thing to be embarrassed, and he embarrassed them yesterday a little bit. It was
1: a rough day yesterday for the Jets. You had... uh, Defensive player uh, players, Bradley McDougal. Is it McDougal?
0: Well, first of all, that happened the other day. The and other then, day is what I meant, yes. Right. I and know. then you had Avery Williamson on Tuesday, not yesterday, on Tuesday, Tuesday. talking to Joe and Evan. We played right. the clips yesterday when you were shopping on Amazon mm-hmm. <laughs> not paying attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: When was this now? Yesterday? Yeah. Yes. These clips?
0: We did. Yes.
1: Uh, about that, uh, that they were kind of lazy in practice. It was a lazy practice this right. sort of thing. And then uh, Adam Gase.
0: Had to respond yesterday.
1: Now that was yesterday.
0: That was yesterday. Yes. He
1: says he hasn't necessarily felt that the Jets practices are lacking.
0: That kind yes, of sounds this- like
1: it is lacking. When you say, I don't necessarily feel that.
0: Yeah, I you know, there's a lot not to like about this story. Yeah. From the top all the way down. I You know, it's one of those things.
1: It's like a fish, Jerry. It stinks from the head it down. It does.
0: And so you wonder, he gets fired in Miami, and he convinces the Jets very quickly that he should be the coach here.
1: That's Peyton and, Manning's fault.
0: Uh, okay, I'm not saying it is or it isn't. But I always wonder, like, what do you do in that interview? To blow someone away. Like, all right, Joe Judge blew away John Mara. No one even, let's be honest, we didn't even know who he was. I remember when word came down that Joe Judge got the job. We were like, who? Like, honestly, did you know who he was in New England? No. Okay. Never heard of him. You're starting to see, though, at least the way he, quote-unquote, commands the room, and you can see the way he's taking charge, whether you think it might work or it might not. At least he had a vision, and he is going to be the one that is going to you know, basically take the bull by the horns and this is his team. The Adam Gase thing is weird from so many different standpoints. Remember last year he had the issue with one of the players and they made the comment like they don't even talk? Yes. Like you would think the coach would then go to the player at some point or I don't know. It just seems like it's a weird situation over there and I wonder what the hell he did in that interview to say this is our guy right now.
1: Yeah, I know you haven't been on interviews in many years. Both of us have worked uh, with the company and with uh, FAN for a long time. 1997, so, uh, 1996 yeah. was my last But interview. I don't ever recall somebody calling me back after an interview and going, you know what, you blew us away, and we have to-
0: Have you blown this. anybody away in your life?
1: No. I know they, like, uh, the David Lee Roth job I got, they were like, uh, do you want to do it, I guess? I mean, <laughs> 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 they weren't like, you know what? You blew us away, and this uh, David Lee Roth can't get enough of you. <laughs> he blown us up. It was just like, eh, I guess. <laughs> the, the Jets were probably like, you know, Peyton Manning did call, said you were good, so uh, you interested, I guess? You want this?
0: I don't – it can't be that easy. It's still an NFL head You're coaching right. job. Think about how far we have fallen from the bombastic Rex Ryan – who, let's be honest... That
1: guy could blow you away in an interview.
0: Yes, I, and I see that. And I remember I was there. I was still covering the Jets when he had his introductory press conference. And I remember going into Florham Park, which was brand new at the time, and they brought us into that massive press conference room, which was awesome. And it was like, wow. I remember leaving like, this guy's going to win a Super Bowl with this team. Right. Like You loved him. And you could see it. He There was a presence to him. You could totally tell how he could blow you away in an interview. Todd Bowles... Good football guy, okay, whatever. If it didn't work out, great. Now, I also think he was left with nothing the final year to play with, but <laughs> details, I guess. The gaze thing, like, I just I don't see it. And you look at that opening press conference with his eyes all over the place. Whoa. Like, what did they see? Like, did anyone follow up with Johnson & Johnson brothers and go, what exactly blew you away? Well, Woody's in London somewhere. Right. So Christopher would be the person. I don't know. I, I'm sure someone has asked them. I don't know. And I'm not saying Gase is or isn't a good coach. The track record's not great, though. And when you see Ryan Tannehill doing what he's doing after he left Gase, doesn't look great. All and I then, But now, then Sam Darnold loves him.
1: All I hear, but you have to say that.
0: You do, but yeah. you don't have to gush about him the way Darnold does. When Darnold was on, and we've heard him many times, like it seems genuine. Like you can tell when a guy is just saying the right thing, and when another guy really feels that way, it seems like Donald loves the guy. Not You're only. right.
1: And then uh, Lane Kiffin went on the the terrific part of my Take podcast.
0: Yes, I pulled it. We will play it next hour. You pulled it. Dude. I did. I went and find it. A great feature on their podcast. Yes, I'm
1: going to tease it then, Jerry. Lane yes. Kiffin was on the podcast, and they asked uh, if uh, what would he think if they the Jets offered him the job.
0: He laughed at them. <laughs> Like, like legit, and they all laughed. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you're at, you know, I'm not saying it's not a good job, but you're at Ole Miss. I mean, that's fine. This is an NFL job. They laughed at him. And then
1: he even had comments, which you'll play.
0: Yes, he did. And that goes to where I guess you want to talk about Todd Bowles' final year or what Gase is dealing with here about the roster. It's hard. I don't know how you evaluate it. I really don't. You look at their wide receiving core. Not great. You look at their defense; it's okay, not great. I don't know. There's their their quarterback is not young, great. not great. I don't know what to say. I don't know yet. They got it. They they certainly seem like they've got a staple up front with Becton, but the rest of them, okay. I don't know.
1: Anytime I hear Adam Gase's name now, all I all in my head I hear Joe Boningo say Gase. I know. Like, I can't not hear anything or read anything about Adam Gase without hearing Gase.
0: Yes. It's a different way to pronounce it. Adam (laughs)
1: Gase.
0: And and that's been for years. That's that's how he's pronounced his name. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now, the Niners uh, are here again on the terrible turf that they're not happy with at MetLife Stadium.
0: I found it interesting that they went down to Virginia or West Virginia. West Virginia. Why not just stay here?
1: Uh, the, The New Jersey doesn't want them here. That's the truth. They don't want them here? No, because they come from California.
0: No, yeah, no, no, I understand that, but they're still going to be here.
1: Yeah, but they don't want them hanging out here. They would have to quarantine if they stayed here.
0: But it's okay to come here for two days. Yeah. Twice in a week. And then go
1: hide in West That's Virginia. That's the most
0: ridiculous thing I've ever yeah. heard of. Yes. Well, it's actually not the most, but it's it's up there.
1: So Jimmy Garoppolo didn't practice, so it looks like Nick Mullins, Kyle Shanahan, says he's ready to rock and roll, Jerry.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if Garoppolo played.
1: But Nick Mullins, remember a couple of years ago, he was pretty, good. pretty he, good.
0: Didn't he have that big Monday night game? Yeah. Where he right he was with Aaron Andrews after the game? Or maybe it was a Thursday night game where he killed it, and he had yeah. the, the post-game interview. I feel like we played some audio from that post-game interview.
1: Yeah, and I feel like that was in the era where if you had one good game, like this, like Brock Osweiler, you were going to get paid by some team. That was yeah. or Scott for Mitchell.
0: Yes. That was Eddie's team that paid him. That worked out well.
1: <laughs> the lefty Lions quarterback. And then
0: who was the guy with the Packers that had a monster oh. game and the Seahawks gave him a fortune?
1: Matt. Uh, Matt, Matt.
0: Yeah, the Lions pay Mitchell. Yeah. But he was the Dolphins. I'm saying he was your quarterback, had the good couple of seasons, and then he. Did I say the Dolphins? And then he went to the Lions, got the big contract. He had won half a season, then DeBerg took over. Right. Because he got hurt. But who was the quarterback, though, with the Packers? I can't remember and then he went to Seattle with the big contract. I'm
1: googling Lynn. you right now. Matt Flynn, yep, or Flynn, yeah. <laughs> I'm right. like who's Lynn? Whatever, Matt
0: Flynn. <laughs> But then Russell Wilson was drafted, won the job. How about that? Right.
1: That guy got pissed Yes, he did. Oh, yes, that's been my dream. You have one really really great game, one or two really great games. Yeah, but your dream you never hold
0: on. Your dream never included getting in a game. Right. In right. fairness, you wanted to be Eli Manning's backup. Yes. Never play. Mm-hmm. Or Brett Favre's backup, backup,
1: or like Gary Kubiak, who backed up Elway for all those years, then did parlay that right into a nice coaching gig. Yes, he
0: did. That is very true. That's a great. But you job. couldn't be a coach, you said.
1: No, I couldn't be a coach. I could be. How a many people
0: could you be in charge of? Adults.
1: I'll uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> use. <laughs> <Oof. Two? laughs>
1: Maybe two. Two. Yeah. Maybe two adults. Right. And they'd have to be much younger than me. See,
0: I figured at some point Mark would pass down the torch to you. That's not working out well, then.
1: <laughs> well, he's kind of in charge of of uh, you and I, Jerry. He's the producer. He guides <laughs> right. the show.
0: He's never <laughs> guided me once.
1: Jerry, be more hilarious next.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Eddie, play some hilarious sounds. <laughs> has he ever get the thing, get the thing ready? Get oh yeah. Oh really? I've, yeah. There. Has oh yeah. Been... We do. We're yeah. a good team. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought only Boomer did that to you. And
1: Eddie, sometimes well, no, those co- are terrible ideas. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Eddie horrible. sometimes comes to me when he has something that he knows is inappropriate to play, and he'll ask just to be sure. Well,
0: that's but that's different. <laughs> that I, you, you know, like, what I'm I actually happy play. to hear oh, that
1: there'll be some, you know, <laughs> oh I, I don't know, couple, maybe once, twice a week uh, that I'll say, you know, and then I'll be like, oh yeah, because I'm Good not idea. always thinking of that particular thing.
0: I do like when you play inappropriate things, and then you see Al's reaction. <laughs> and,
1: and then sometimes I'll be like... And then there they will occasionally be times where he'll ask. I'll say, no, that's terrible. A few minutes will go by. He'll play it anyway. <laughs> and he'll say, I'm sorry. I couldn't resist.
0: <laughs> that's why you, But that's why you can't put an idea in Eddie's head if there's the slight chance that it's going to go the wrong way. Because he can't resist.
1: And it's funny to see is like his body will even lean towards the button
0: and then pull back and
1: lean and then he <laughs> he
0: can't help himself and will hit it yeah sounds about right all right one final break we'll get you a couple more minutes on the other side than boomer and geo at six this portion of the warm-up show is sponsored by town fair tire but first a radio.com Sports Minute with amy lawrence about the mlb season and the ups and the downs It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Hi, welcome back. Nice to have you on a Thursday morning. Blue Jays beat the Yankees uh, pretty uh, soundly, 14-1, raised over the Mets 8-5. to Also, you had the Heat beat the Celtics last night and the Lightning over the Stars. What else you got, Al?
1: Jerry, it's a Steelers-Texans this weekend where you get three Watt brothers a playing in the game. That's a lot of Watt brothers. Statistically speaking, I don't have the answer to this, but what statistically speaking, when these three lads were in like, you know, grammar school, yeah. that three of them would make it to the NFL? Less, it's than, one, be,
0: less than 1%. It's
1: going to be astronomical.
0: Yes, absolutely. How about 1/100th one one of 1%? Right. Yeah. Who do I, I talk to to get
1: the actual statistic? The A same scientist? guy that does
0: the statistics on uh, baseball doubleheaders. <laughs> Elias I thought of this too. You mentioned the Watt brothers again. Yeah. Dork face over here watching Texans Ravens replay. <laughs> How about this idea? So JJ Watt has a couple of sacks the other the other day against Lamar Jackson. Great game, right? Yeah. How about the other 35 times that he dropped back that the tackle actually stopped them? Right. It and we don't amazing. say that
1: that guy's amazing. It is. You say, why'd you let uh, uh,
0: JJ Watt get some uh, sacks in here? It's real, right? So that left tackle, you assume, or whatever, whatever side he lined up on, probably feels like he had a horrible game because he gave up a couple of sacks. But on the other 35 drop back, the other 33 dropbacks he did his job. I would
1: uh, love to hear the trash talking that goes on between two guys just shoving each other for a full game. Why'd you get a credit for? Shot? Four hours of shoving each other.
0: Yeah, get a credit. I mean, you were a Bucks reporter. Yeah, Why don't you talk right. to Warren Sapp about that?
1: <laughs> no, we talk that trash. Case. He
0: trash-talked you in the locker no. room. No, I trash-talked him, and that's why he had to come at me. You almost ended up in a garbage pail. Almost. He could have given you a wedgie on you by the flagpole.
1: <laughs> I was questioning him, Jerry, because I thought he was ruining team chemistry, and he told me to get out of his face. How place. did that
0: sound, the manly voice you have? Um,
1: I said... uh, 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 It's a Thursday (laughs) night sports (laughs) doubleheader tonight on the fan.